what do do the civilians not feel some type of way that okay so this money exists and yeah. you guys have never used this money so the, the, yeah but what what needs for to, us they it exists it's always existed if they don't use that money for burner boy somebody is going to put the money in the pocket can i just say Please. yeah i just feel like Here's the thing, yeah, as a Nigerian man, yeah. and the way we are, yeah. is that when we give a gift, we give a we gift. Give but I just feel like the onus is on the woman to understand that if we break up after two months, and you I can't just be driving you, my Bentley. You can't be driving my Bentley. <laughs> uh, shout out to my brother, Chairman AK, and uh, David O's brother. He posted on Twitter and said, any man that's taking a gift back from a girl is a sucker. Yeah, you are a sucker. Women are better cheaters than men. Damn. 65, 70% of the time, it's because we have reached our limit with you. Mm. You've done so, you've given us enough reason to be like, you know what, this guy doesn't even appreciate me. Let me just go teach him a lesson. Damn. You're listening to Adishokbe Live, the Afrobeats podcast. Right. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to another edition of Adishokbe Live, the official Afrobeats podcast, where we break down the headlines within the African popular culture, myself in the studio, alongside some of my celebrity guests that helped me chop it up. Um, always, you can subscribe, like, share across all platforms. That's YouTube, Apple, Spotify, Deezer, the whole nine. We appreciate the support. And you can also catch us on Yanga Television every Saturdays and on Mondays. That's 7.30 p.m. on Saturday and a repeat 7 p.m. on Monday on Sky 186 and I believe Freeview 171 or something like that, isn't it? That's, that is correct. Exactly, that's <laughs> correct. Now, some of the headlines we'll be looking at today will be Burner Boy's homecoming concert in River State. We'll be looking at the Nigerian actress that's playing an iconic role for Aretha Franklin in a, a miniseries. And of course, rapper Quavo and girlfriend Sweetie breaking up and people asking the question if Quavo should take back his Bentley. And uh, uh, D-Boy, well done there. <laughs> and we'll be talking a little bit deeper about so UFC sorry. superstar <laughs> Israel Adesanya under fire for rape comments made towards a potential opponent and lots more. Now, before we get into the, the, the gist of things, we'd like to talk to you about Shubes.com, our partners here on Adi Chappelle Live, the official Afrobeats podcast. And Shubes is the leading discovery hub for black culture experiences, bringing you the latest events, music, and news. With Shubes, you can discover and buy tickets to the best events happening in your city to satisfy your every need. If you're on a hunt for bottomless brunches, the latest Afrobeats concerts, or just a banging night out, Shubes has you covered. Now, Shubes is at the center of all experiences. Whether you're an event organizer looking to sell out your event or looking for the perfect event to attend, visit Shubes.com and get Shubes in right now. Let's get into the news this week. But before I do that, I'd like to introduce my celebrity guest. As I said, okay. to the extreme right is my brother, a returnee here on Adi Chopra the official Afrobeats podcast, a, a, a broadcaster, a radio and TV presenter, a producer, a commentator. It's the man, D-Boy Dyer. What's going on, brother? Yo, what up, what up, D-Boy Dyer? Nervous, D-Boy. Back, back spilling drinks everywhere. Apologies, but thank you for having me for the second time. <laughs> That's fine. And in the middle is another industry colleague of mine, a, a presenter, a host, you know, producer, working around the industry. Check out Africa is now the stable. It is 
Zenita. Am I am I right in pronouncing yes, it perfectly? Zenita, you said it perfectly. No, nah, thank you very much. Thanks for, for having me. Thanks for having me. Brilliant. Congratulations so, as well. Congratulations. This is epic. This is nice, isn't it? Yes, yeah. I yeah, love it. Thank you very much. So we're gonna start in Nigeria, where it's been reported that River State, which is the home state for Burner Boy, has put together a homecoming concert to celebrate his Grammy win and doing the state proud, basically. The event will have other glorious citizens of the state in attendance are performing, such as Timaya and Duncan Mighty, to name a few. It was also reported that Burner's bill for the performance is something in the region of 100 million naira, which should be probably around $260,000. And it includes a private jet to and from his destination, which some members of the public have called too exorbitant. Lady and gentleman, what are your thoughts? We're still in celebrity mode. Nigeria picked up what I would call the World Cup of music and entertainment in the Grammy Awards with Burner Boy and Wizkid. His, his home state in River State has decided to celebrate him after a lot of criticism, we've got to say. Mm -hmm. You know, there's been a lot of people in the media, personalities saying that the Nigerian officials and government have done very little in recognizing the feats of Wizkid and Burner Boy, especially at the height of the creative industry. If this was football, this would be probably the same level as the World Cup, Absolutely. but it isn't. However, the state apparently are putting together a homecoming concert where Bernard has, uh, you know, his team has requested the sum of a hundred million naira. I don't see anything wrong in that. Uh, what are your thoughts? For real? Lady, ladies first. Yes. Okay, so, okay, congratulations, first of all, to Bernard Boy. Yeah. You know, uh, it is well-deserved, uh, business-wise. Yeah. Uh, it was well-deserved. He put uh, a lot of work into it. Mm. I do believe that his uh, first album, African Giant, mm. deserved a Grammy more than this album, Twice As Tall. Well, we, we, we've, we've talked about it a, a mm. couple of times, but yeah, everybody thought African Giant was a classic album. I don't think that, that can that be That wasn't argued. his first album, though. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, the, not his first album. previous album, yeah, yeah. Yeah, previous album. Yeah. Um, also... I don't understand why he's getting paid a hundred million naira when the country is celebrating him. Okay. Do you know what I mean? We're, like, you're celebrating me. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. I won. Yes, you can pay me something, but like $260,000 yeah. is a lot of money. And um, I mean, the government could put that into like establishments to build the community or, you know, to invest in some of the artists that already exist. But mm -hmm. they're not doing that Do though. you know what I mean? Okay, so the only problem is yeah. with that. I think it's because maybe they might be a little bit of corruption, so that's mm. why you know he's like, you know what, I I'm gonna get money. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Mm. Uh, and, and maybe he might. We don't know what he might do with the money. He might just say, okay, he's gonna start his own establishment. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. To support, um, you know, Nigerian local talent. Yeah. Absolutely, fair enough. What are your thoughts? Uh, uh, well. In in all, all honesty, you said like maybe there's a little bit of corruption, a little bit of corruption, little bit is a, a pretty much a, a huge <laughs> under, understatement. Kind. Understatement. <laughs> I'm trying like, to be kind. In my opinion, they should pay him two hundred million. Mm. Why not? He's a Grammy Award winning. Like Shopsy said, he's literally brought the World Cup Fact. home. Like these politicians, if you look into what they're earning and what you know the the people in politics in Nigeria and the government and what they earn, you know, like let's look at it. Like, are they going to use that money if they don't pay him? to reinvest in the economy? Absolutely are they, are they, are they, not. Are they going to invest in the youth? No, they're not. 
pay him the money. Pay him the 200 million. If it's 100 million he wants, pay him the money. 200 million, pay him the money. He has brought the World Cup home and he, des- he deserves everything he's getting right now. So mm-hmm. I don't see a problem at all. The money's there. They can definitely afford it. They can afford to give him that private jet. Give him the jet. My, my, my thing is this, right? When it comes to the celebration, if it was a situation where the state in itself had continuously or consistently backed Burner Boy at every level of his career, where they've put, they've invested in him and they've promoted him as a son of River State and what he's been doing, even though he came from there, yeah. then it's a situation where people can say, all right, great, you give know, back. I'll give back, I'll come perform for free. Nah, the only reason why Burner Boy has been celebrated today I by that community is because he brought home the World Cup Absolutely. in the Grammys. Absolutely. So now, let's look at it properly. It's a homecoming concert. Mm-hmm. You want me to come perform. Mm-hmm. You want the government or you know the politicians to come and stand on stage, grab a microphone and say, this is our son, mm-hmm. give him maybe the key to the city, mm-hmm. take some pictures, win over some of the youths in that city. Mm-hmm. You're going to pay me for my time. Absolutely. And right now, as a Grammy Award winning superstar, mm-hmm. the bill says 250000 plus a private jet. Pay up. If you're ready to <laughs> rock with me, you better make sure... The jet is filled and that cash is deposited in my bank account. Other than that, I'll make a concert in my city myself. Mm-hmm. Call it a homecoming concert. Mm-hmm. Allow people to come watch me for free. Those that have supported me from day one. And I'll perform to them for free. But the reason why the government mm-hmm. are involved right now mm-hmm. is because of some brownie points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They want to you know, appeal to the youth mm-hmm. that have been on social media criticizing the way different levels of government has responded to such an incredible feat. Mm-hmm. That's why they look like, yo, let's get it done. And if you look at it, $250,000 for a superstar that's selling out arenas in Europe and the United States of America, that's nothing. I saw uh, one little Baby announced a couple of weeks ago that his booking fee is $500,000 yeah, right true. now. Yeah, that's true. I mean, 250 chop change. 250 is <laughs> nothing because, yeah. you know, they... Just as as important as Lil Baby is to rap music and hip-hop, Burner is to Afrobeats and Afropop culture. Okay. So nowadays, and you also have to look into it. One of the things that we forget is that even internationally, when you see Jennifer Lopez performing at, at the inauguration for the yeah. president of the United yeah. States of America, she got paid. Yeah, she, got she paid. did. Yeah, that's yeah. true. If you see Alicia Keys singing, oh, say, can you see? <laughs> she got paid. Yeah, that's even though they're very patriotic and they support, you know, the initiatives and they're very passionate about their country, their country also ensures that they pay them for their time, Absolutely. their talents and their efforts. Mm-hmm. So if this is that slap on the wrist... For our government people to know that, yo, now you're going to come to me and, and want to flex with my own Grammy Award, yeah. you better make sure my management is happy with that pay. Absolutely. Okay, but don't the civilians or the citizens think mm-hmm. like, okay, so if you guys have this amount of money to pay an artist, then how come you guys haven't been investing back into the city or the youth? Well, they, 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 they do have that money. I'll tell you something else. Um as an ambassador of a city or a state, uh-huh. wherever Burner Boy goes now, he talks about the fact that, you know, Port Harcourt is home. Uh-huh. River State is home. Yeah. He becomes an official ambassador of tourism for that state. Uh-huh. $250,000, $300,000 to promote a state to international tourism is nothing. Countries and states spend millions of dollars uh-huh. on PR 
and, and image consultants that uh -huh. put advertisements say, this is Portacot <laughs> on CNN. Uh -huh. And that costs a whole lot of money. The amount of traction that they can get from a burner boy always doing interviews talking about Portacot and how beautiful the people are, yeah. you know, the river state and how welcoming they are. Listen, it's nothing. And, I, and, and that's one of the reasons why I've always been passionate about the young Nigerian or African musicians because uh -huh. they have become unofficial ambassadors Absolutely. to those countries. Okay, what well, I'm saying, you're not, you're not really answering my question. Yeah. I said, what do, do the civilians not feel some type of way that, okay, so this money exists and yeah. you guys have never used this money? So, they, they, yeah, but what, what needs for to, us? They, it exists, it's always existed. If they don't use that money for Burner Boy, somebody is going to put the money in the pocket. We're going to talk about it's not your going, country. It's not going, it's not going to go yeah, back but into... who's keeping them It's not going back into the economy. Yeah. It's not going back to the people. If, if they don't pay Burner Boy, that doesn't mean the money's going to go to the people. And apart it's from not going that, to go to them. when you pay someone like Burner Boy, or, or what you've seen, like, artists in Africa become superstars internationally, uh -huh. what they've done is they bring people back home to those cities where people can actually spend money on the streets uh -huh. that affects the people even more than the government. Okay. So ultimately, by him going for a homecoming concert, uh -huh. doing interviews on CNN Channel 4 and BBC, uh -huh. he is doing a better service for that 250 Tao uh -huh. than any government official would have done. We'll be talking about South Africa anyway. Yeah. You know what they've done okay. with some of the money in that. Yeah, 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 anyway. yeah. We, we definitely know about yeah. that. Yeah. Well, speaking of Nigeria, uh, British Nigerian actress and singer Cynthia Erivo has just starred in a mini series playing the great music icon Aretha Franklin. Now, Cynthia, who is an incredible actress and singer, who has received some of the highest accolades in her industry, such as the Tony Award, a Grammy Award, an Emmy Award, and has received two. Oscar nominations as well. The actress has a knack for playing iconic roles after playing Harriet Tubman in a movie and now Aretha Franklin in the miniseries too. Born in Stockwell, London and raised in the UK, she has gone on to take Hollywood by storm and at just 34 years old, the future for this lady can be nothing but bright and full of more success. This is probably the second week where uh, an African actress is at the top of the echelon. We know the lady from South Africa that was in um, Nomzama. Yeah, Nomzama. Yeah, in coming Shout to... Shout out to you, sis! <laughs> that's, you know, in coming to America. America, yes. And this is another African, you know, actress that's also... British good. African. British African. But, but, you know, her African heritage is, like, super strong. Mm -hmm. Her Nigerian heritage is extremely strong. What does this say for, you know, African creatives, even British black creatives that at the height we're seeing, you know, the brother from Uganda being no nominated for an Oscar Daniel now. Kaluga. Daniel Kaluuya. Mm. We're seeing John Boyega picking up a Golden Globe Award. Yes. You know, we're seeing this consistent. Sister, 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 yeah, yeah, talk to me about when, when you see another level, uh, you know, at the top with these people doing their thing. If I may, I mean, I think for me, what I see is when, when I, you know, read stories like that, I think it speaks to, you know, the 
the sincerity mm. in British actors. Now, when we look at like sort of the Daniel Kaluuya's, the John mm. Boyega's, and mm. how they've been able to transition into Hollywood, mm. you've got to commend them for being able to change their accent. Because when you go to mm-hmm. Hollywood, you have to speak. Have it's you really tried hard. to have you tried to speak another accent and it's make it off. and let someone believe yeah. believe make it believable? Yeah. It's something that you know that in time. I remember Samuel Jackson made a comment about um, British actors coming into the and yeah. they still the bring it up and they still bring people still bring it up. So I think. You know, one of the things I think is that for be, being an actor, your role is to present someone's story and allow the viewer to get into that experience, to mm. believe that experience. And like, shout out to Cynthia. She does that very, very yes. well. Yes. So, you know, like for me, it just shows the the level of, you know, the, the, the creative level and how much they put work into their craft. And yeah. congratulations to her, man. Mm. South London girl. First for me, of course, the African heritage is strong yep. in her, but yep. you know, just repping South London, repping London ah. herself, I love that. I love it. Yeah, I think I think it's an it's it's, it's amazing. And um, picking off from what you said about yeah. Samuel L. Jackson, um, how come they can't do African accents? How come they can't do British can, accents? You know, we can even switch it over. Like, yeah. I mean, Idris Elba is a, wow. is a, is yeah. a great. That's another classic. Yeah, Idris Elba, you know, John Boyega, David Oyelowo. There's so many yeah, there's of so them. Many Arnold of them. Cheng. There's so many of them, man. And the funny thing is, some of these British African actors are also not just playing African American roles. They're playing iconic. David Oyelowo played Martin Luther Martin King. Luther yeah. King. Mm-hmm. yeah. And 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 Cynthia is playing, you know, Aretha Franklin. Mm-hmm. She, she would tell her J for it. was so so long before she I knew she would tell was actually British. Yeah. Like how I didn't realize that he was yeah. British for a long time, yeah. you know. So you know, you, you just have to commend them, man. You have to take it. She out. was asked the question as well. She yeah. was asked that question of you being black British and, you know, what are your thoughts about the people that mm-hmm. question the mm-hmm. fact that you get these roles. I had some of the African-American actors and actresses and she said, first of all, if I walk into a room, the first thing they see is a black woman. Mm-hmm. Without my accent, without my heritage, mm-hmm. the first thing they see a is black a black woman. woman. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that is someone that, you know, is going to face the same discrimination that a black American woman will face. Yeah. Is going to face the same discrimination a black American actor will face. So we have the same experiences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, as an actor, like D-Boy said, my job is to transmit the role that, that I've been given as best as I could mm-hmm. and to tell the story to the best of my mm-hmm. ability, yeah. which the directors have you know, or the casting directors or whatever have selected and say, yo, this is it. Mm. She said, um, after her, I think she, during the Harriet Tubman press scene, yes, yes. you know, she was being interviewed. Yeah. And someone asked her that, you know, you know, what's your favorite song? Uh-huh. And instead of telling the, the press person what the favorite song was, she decided to sing the song, oh, which wow. was an yeah. Aretha Franklin, Franklin song. Oh. It was on a red carpet. Oh, so she wow. was walking through and she sang the song. And that was it. The next morning, she got a phone call from Clive Davis. Wow. The next morning. She's got a beautiful <laughs> voice. She won a Tony Award. An award. amazing yeah. voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, 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 and that, for me, I also think that is another level where you were asked the question, but you decided to go a step further by actually singing the song. song. And you don't know 
people's watch. It shows to go like when an opportunity comes, like you never know when an opportunity mm-hmm. will come. Like mm-hmm. always be prepared. Yeah. You know, so you know, big big her up, man. Uh, someone else who, who said something about, you know, uh being a pro- being asked about, you know, the British um you taking roles of uh, Americans. Mm-hmm. Uh Daniel Kaluga actually wrote it down. Mm-hmm. He said, um there's a, a, a history he said, I don't even see myself as British. Um he said he understands the reaction to him playing Hampton because yeah. he's playing Hampton in Free the Prince Fred Hampton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Telling um uh, Screen Daily there's a history of African American um era shore. Mm. Um as someone coming into their country and portraying a person that fought for them and represented them, I'm open to hearing it. Yeah. Um he also said that um I felt the responsibility just to in terms of what he meant as a man, mm. I didn't lead with Oh, I'm British. I don't um, internalize that perspective on me, especially when uh, building a character. Mm. So, I, I think, I think Americans should kind of get over the fact that you know British people are are kind of taking their roles. Uh, especially, they should also understand that um, you know British Africans don't really get the roles here. here. In, in Great Britain, and they should understand that is also it's a form a of racism po- and a, like oppression yes. in a way. So yes. I think if if Americans were to be more open minded and actually do research and um, read, mm. yeah, they would realize shots, shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll be honest with you, I think with Daniel Kaluuya, his answer, that response was probably the best response that I've ever heard mm-hmm. any British actor give yeah and that response even took me but i I was like damn i i I thought about it for a second like he came from a different angle that i'm not coming to disrespect you yeah i'm not coming i'm not going to add to the trauma that you faced as an african-american for hundreds of years yeah i'm your i want to hear you Mm. yeah i want to understand why you think that I'm not part mm-hmm. of that community, or I'm not worthy of so that. So just role. just yeah. add a little nugget into that. I think one of the things that you know, some of the the narratives I've heard and I've seen online is usually, well, th- with regards to Daniel Kaluuya mm. anyway, in the Fred mm-hmm. Hampton story, is that how much that story means to, to the him. Black American mm-hmm. experience. Yeah, and yeah, the Black yeah. Americans, they 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 feel. That Dave, we don't you said know. Well, you said the David Oyelowo and the yeah. Martin Luther King. Yeah. I think there was a little bit of not much of an outrage as much as there, there, there was. Those are huge, one. but there were people saying like. These people are not, you don't understand what that means, but what they don't understand is they don't understand the black British experience. Mm-hmm. And what they feel, feel to recognize is that, you know, as much as that, you know, they, they see a disconnect between black the black American experience and the black British experience. But what they, they can't see is that there is, there's a lot of similarities. similarities there. And yeah. we, we relate to their experience so much so that, you know, we can go over there and play those roles because it's, we, it needs we, the actor we, yeah, to yeah. actually engage and really understand that person or what yeah. they went through. Once, you, w- so. once you're there, um, how about us also projecting the black British experience to the rest of the world a lot more than, than people have seen in the past? I think Top Boy is doing amazing. an amazing, mm-hmm. crazy, you know, an amazing job at showing. I, I've heard broadcasters in America say, yo, I didn't know you had... Hoods. Yeah, <laughs> hoods, yeah. You know, so I think... We ain't soft, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So uh, is it on us here in the UK to find more opportunities to tell the black experience stories? But again, it comes back to the situation that there are not opportunities. Okay, I, I just want to say that uh, but Joan Baega is doing an, a fantastic job because uh, now he's got a, a production company where oh. he gets to um you know, he's in collaboration with Netflix and he gets to like produce a lot of films. So I feel like, you know, 
we are taking the opportunities mm. and you know uh, creating opportunities for other black people to also tell their story even if they're from great britain whether mm. they're african whether you know they're american uh american african like mm. black people so i think um we creating our own opportunities, mm, you know? Mm, I don't mm. think that we should wait for people to say like, okay, we're going to create an opportunity for you because even he's not just um, creating opportunities for, you know, black people in this country, but he's also uh, making our economy strong, which Absolutely. is what we want anyway. Yeah. You know, we should, we should stop like wanting handouts, you know? I, I don't believe in you know, rebellion as much as, you know, like when people go and protest all the time, sometimes you need to learn the business mm. and sometimes you may not know the business and maybe the white man or someone else has uh, gives you an opportunity to, to um, learn the business. Them. Yeah, and then once you learn everything, then you can equip your own people Facts. to do that. So yeah. I think we should get out of that mindset of like, oh, we need opportunities from people. We need to start creating our own opportunities for ourselves. Can I just say though, just to add a little yeah. something to that, I do feel like there are a lot of people that are equipped and are in a position where I feel like they but should they, be given opportunities. But they're but not giving They're, they're not giving opportunities. opportunities yeah. So in, in the same, absolutely, I totally agree with what you're saying. There are sometimes that where people feel that, you know, we're <laughs> underrepresented and they haven't done the groundwork. Yeah. But in the same light, even more so, I feel like there's a lot of people who have the necessary experience and yeah. they're not being given. Like I just mentioned Ratman. I don't know. If yeah. I Ratman, Ratman yeah. did Shiro's story. Yeah. Like he went Jay-Z. out, he went out and he was very like consistent with the way he on put YouTube, out the, on YouTube. It? It was very consistent. And he received and a lot of backlash here yeah. and in America they praised him. Yeah. And then, exactly. And yeah. then he, he did Blue Story yeah. which went crazy. Yeah. He had a collaboration with Jay-Z. Yeah. Now also, I don't know, you said John Boyega. Also, he, Ratman has also has, has a collaboration with Netflix as well. Yeah. Which is it just goes to show that there is a process that you have to follow. Yeah. There is a grind that you have to follow and there are people that are equipped to, to, to produce and people need to be given opportunities and people need to be taken... Um, Another taken thing, I actually saw on social media, I can't remember which pres- um, social media personality or someone that... There was a lady that said something on Twitter that said, not everyday um, gang stories yeah that, sure. can we get some more black stories i think it was a black Brit, a black british presenter i don't want to say, yeah, say anything, yeah she said she yeah, said yeah. and and i'll be honest when she said that you, you thought you yeah. can, I'm you like, sat up a bit that's true yeah, yeah that's true where are the romantic black stories where yeah. are the com- you know where are the comedy black stories where are the thriller films where, yeah, where are those yeah. that even though the guys and girls have done an amazing job mm-hmm. with some of the knife crime gang related mm. movies and series, but what about the other side? Because we are sharing the stories and teaching our brothers and sisters mm. across the pond that we've got this too. Absolutely, you know? yeah. yeah, I understand, but I think it's also because that's what we experience in this country. Mm. A lot of us were not from like West, we didn't come past. For some of us came from South. Africa. Our parents worked really hard, you yeah. know what I mean? Mm. So, and we were exposed to things that unfortunately we shouldn't have been exposed to. So, yeah. um, people always argue, especially these people in these positions, always argue that they're telling their stories. Mm. And obviously, and unfortunately, not a lot of us have experienced like the beautiful side. We've just always uh, made just... something beautiful out of the ugly story. Wow. Do you know what I mean? That's deep. So, that, that, is, that is deep. That's deep. That's real deep. That's like, and deep. and, and I, I, I totally. You know, I get everything you're saying, but I do feel like there are also 
there are romantic stories that we, yes. can, talk, we can speak about. We can speak yeah. of black celebrities. You know, like there's so much stories that can be created. We, mm -hmm. we look at America. They've had it rough as well. They've got they've stuff like they, they've got they've um, got brown more better blues, brown sugar. Yeah. They've got all these black rom coms. Like we love need to Jones. like yeah. love Jones exactly. So you know we they've done it. We can do it as well. Absolutely, you know? that's, true, that's, yeah. that's brilliant. Now staying in the states, where this past week rap stars Quavo and his famous girlfriend. Oh. I don't know how to pronounce it. Is this Sweetie? Is this Sweetie? Sweetie. So, 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 I, I don't know Soweto. Soweto no. called it quits after controversy over her comments on the TV show where she spoke about agreeing to a threesome with her man and out of respect allowing him to pick the man to join them in the bedroom. <laughs> well, once the show hit the net and a few back and forths between her and Quavo, the pair said their goodbyes publicly in true 2021 style, uh, announcing their split on Twitter, wishing each other the best mm -hmm. in their future relationships. After this, their separation, social media went crazy. Mm -hmm. As just recently as December, Quavo had gifted her a brand new Bentley as a gift, so fans on social media argued whether he should or shouldn't take his quarter of a million dollar gift back. Uh, do we start with the lady? Of um, course. I, I really want to hear listen, <laughs> her opinion. And you see... No. <laughs> no. Why does he have to take it back? It was a gift. No. Why are you taking it back? It just so shows how sorry you are. You know, you cheated on me and then you want to take the gifts back. It's you not official. Actually, exactly. she said, she was the one that said on Twitter that, you know, the love doesn't mean anything when... The, the intimacy is shared with other women, but there hasn't been an official. Okay, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly cheating. Okay, but intimacy. What does intimacy mean? Intimacy, intimacy means mean? a, a, you know a several things to different people. Yeah, to some be, people, it could be sexual relationships. Mm -hmm, some people, mm -hmm. it could just be the fact that you're sharing this much time. And you know, intimacy is, is, is most it's, it's subjective. Yes. It's subjective. So okay, but no. Quite a million question. dollars. I'll ask you a question. He, he got money. Can I, can I ask you a question? Why did he buy it? He bought Birkins. I, it doesn't mean that she didn't buy him stuff as well. I mean, the yeah. first gift he got her was like a like a, a classic car. Mm. I think that was the first gift. And she wasn't that rich then. Do you know oh. what I mean? So it's like they've been passing each other. She, I think she even got him a, a Richard Millie. That's 200000 Listen, he bought her a Bentley. You're talking <laughs> That's 500000 oh, A Richard Millie is 200000 so, so, Okay, can I ask you a question, yeah? If you were dating a guy, I don't know First how long. First of all, how long I'm not, together, I, I will never. To, I think they were together for like over a year. It was like, like a year and a half, two years. Two years yeah. And he bought you a Bentley. Uh -huh. on, on In December, in just the, two months Like ago. the other day. Uh -huh. <laughs> he bought you a Bentley. Uh -huh. And you know, it just so happened that, you know, it's not working. Would you give that Bentley back? No. <laughs> I'm not giving it back. A gift is a gift. Wow. And he was making up for something, obviously. And plus, why? it was her why? birthday. Why? No, it wasn't me. Why? What, 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 what makes well, she you said it. Was... She said it. She That's said, what she oh, said. Yeah, gifts don't make up no, for No, exactly. but the Bentley wasn't... He wasn't making up for that something with the Bentley. for her birthday. Christmas. Yeah, that was birthday gift. I that just, was I just, for her can, can I just say, yeah, I just feel like... Here's the thing, yeah. As a Nigerian man, yeah. and the way we are, yeah. is that when we give a gift, we'll give a we gift. Give but I just feel like the onus is on the woman to understand that if we break up after two months, and you I can't just bought be driving you, my Bentley. You can't be driving my Bentley, <laughs> or, or you're driving my Bentley to go and date your new guy. Or you're driving my Bentley to his house. What kind of nonsense is that? Do you know what? Nah, but nah, nah, you nah, guys nah. wouldn't even like it, Seth, if we just gave you the Bentley back. And no, no, I'll like it. I'll take it back. I'll take it back. I'll take it back. I'll take it back. Pride. Listen. Don't lie. Especially Nigerian men. You people have pride. Do not lie. My pride is that I won't ask you for the Bentley, but if you bring those keys back, I will take the car back. 
I returned no, to the dealership. No, but you guys were speaking about Quavo. He got money. He's yeah. got investments. They have buildings. They have products. Like yes. they've made um, you know, besides a uh, little baby, but they've made QC yeah. a lot of money. I'm, like, not, being, I'm not being funny here. Yeah. I'm not being funny. No matter like. Anyone will tell you, yeah, that I'm, like, I'm not in that position, so I don't know. When you're yeah. in this particular tax bracket, yeah, mm-hmm. I understand that you have money. But anyone, like, no matter how rich you are, yeah, five, actually, well, rich is subjective as well, mm-hmm. but $500,000. Like, I don't like, like okay, who you I are. bought you a Richard Millie watch that is 200000 And there's friend. many more gifts that she Soweto. has given him. Soweto, return the car. <laughs> All right. No. Now, Reto- so wait, Soweto, wait. return the car. One of my guys, <laughs> uh, shout out to my brother, Chairman AKN, uh, David O's brother. He posted on Twitter and said, any man that's taking a gift back from a girl, is a sucker. Yeah, you are a sucker. That man are in different you tax brackets. Chelsea, Chelsea, you're talking about HKN and David Doe and those those people are in a different Listen, tax bracket. Even if you work in McDonald's, if hey, you take Mo. your gift ah. back, you should be embarrassed. Listen, I'm not listen, this is the thing. That's what I'm saying. The gift taking a gift back, yeah. There's taking gift back and taking gift back. I'm saying, like, look, a ben- look, listen, we're talking about a house. Like they don't marry, they don't married, you know. They're not married. We were just dating for. We were just dating for one and a half years. You bought a belly. I gave you a Richard Millie that cost two hundred thousand dollars. Listen, a man anyway is supposed to spend more money than me. Okay, yeah. Okay, let's talk about that. Why uh, is that? We're gonna go into. Uh, you gave me five hundred. Okay, I gave so you a. Two, why is a man wait, 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 to wait, spend wait, more wait. money? So we did gave Quavo a two hundred thousand. Um, dollar watch, dollar watch yeah. yeah. That's two hundred thousand. That was a gift for him, yeah. okay. And then you give me a five hundred thousand plus car other back. Other we we've also been spending you know Birkins and stuff. And but I'm that. buying you jewelry as well. I'm doing things for you at home. I'm being sweet. I'm pretty on the GQ thing. She wears lingerie every day. That costs money. Boy. Changing lingerie. She wears different lingerie every single day. Like come. So obviously, as a Nigerian man, yeah. I won't ask for the car back. Yeah. But listen, if she decides to keep the car, it will pay me. It, it will, it will no, pay if me. If she keeps the car and I see her flexing, flexing a new yeah, man flexing in a new man in the car, nah, that will pay me. The yeah. I will not give the car back if she's flexing with it. We're talking about Saweetie. It doesn't mean... This, this is someone flexing. who dated P. Diddy's son, yeah. Prince, so, before... Uh, he, so, Prince had money. She's used to money. Her her parents so are not poor. If she's not, if she's her used parents, to the money, it's not like she's a but, broke girl. But, but the she, she 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 graduated at USC. He knew what he had. That's if why she's he gave used her to the money. So she should give money. the car back. No, it was a gift. Okay, how about just pay me the cash then? Just, just, just. it was a gift. D. What what what? <laughs> what so you guys take gifts back? <laughs> we don't. We don't. Go, you know, I ain't gonna be sitting around and so, seeing so some other guy. Next guy. The next guy, in fact, will not feel comfortable being in a bedly. Oh. The type oh, of some guys, the, some guys don't, don't care. Wait, wait, wait! But we're talking about the tax bracket that she's in. Yeah. No man that she's gonna date is gonna be broker than Quavo. Mm. Okay, that's mm. firstly. And that man will probably be like, "Ah, oh, screw that Bentley. I'm gonna buy you a Lambo truck or so uh, a, a Rolls Royce or give him back." His no, car. no, keep it, keep it in the garage because <laughs> I don't even know if me and you are gonna last, even if you buy me a a Rolls Royce. Okay? okay, that's that's one of the issues. Now, the second issue that apparently or allegedly led to the separation, which people are still contesting or not, is the fact that she was asked a question on that show if she would give her man. Uh, the opportunity for a uh, threesome and she said she would if only she, uh, he allowed her to pick the man uh-huh. yeah and the fact that she said picking a man 
Yeah, Everybody, because he knows you know, that no, uh, no man is going to do that. That's why she done that on purpose. I watched the actual yeah, show, Justin yeah, LA. I love yeah. him. He's so toxic. But um, yeah, she was like, okay. She struggled with that question for a while. She was oh, trying wow. to think for an yeah. answer. But she was like, okay, then let's pick the man. I th- I because think she knows no man is gonna want to do no threesome <laughs> with another I, I with think, another I, man. Absolutely, I don't. I feel like, and if I was Quavo, I, I'd be a little bit upset because there's no need. She, I feel like she threw a shot, and the shot was wasn't a she shot, but it was like that. she could have avoided the re- response. Just All say, she needed to say is like, nah, we, we ain't doing no threesomes. But for her to now say. Or if he's picking a man, it's almost like saying, yeah, "I'm, I'm saying that's never going to happen." And also I telling can, my man at the same time, yeah, and that, there's no yeah. need, there's no need for that. Like she didn't. She, I don't think she needed to do that. But personally. should I let me put this question to you? Yeah. Which I saw uh, a guy say, if she had said, "Okay, cool, if I pick the girl, then that's fine." Nobody would have complained. Nobody would have complained. Yeah. I so think. Why, I, so, but, but no, actually, women would have complained. We would be like, oh, "Why are you selling yourself short? Why do you have to uh, bring a third person in the bedroom?" Blah blah blah. You you know we were. I mean, I'm against threesomes, especially. I don't really. Uh, if you're single, you do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> sin is a sin. Yeah. But when so you're in a relationship, yeah. it's like. Mm, like so you're people, opening up a door to many things. People can come back and say you raped them. People can come back and say, "Oh, you know, you might even like the other girl more than me." <laughs> yeah, man, I'm not doing any truth so many. Yeah, well, we we've seen those type of situations. It happens. It happens. You see, so but, but, just opening backlash for no reason. That's why me, I'd say the same thing. Okay, if you want to throw some, choose a man. And then if you man. if you dare bring that man, I'll think, okay, you don't love me. How can you share me with another man? Mm. That means you it's don't just, love she, me she, then. She, she wasn't... Like, the bottom line is that she's saying pick another man. It's not going to happen. <laughs> she's not having no threesome with another guy. She That was a shot to say, look, that it's not going to happen. And my man knows it's not going to happen. No man... But he went up, Quavo went emotional on Twitter straight away. He would have, yeah, I, 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 you know, I thought you were a different girl. No, that, but that was he felt, he felt, he felt, he felt disrespected. <laughs> no, that was, he that was what? Yeah, no. his cousins as well were on Twitter saying, "Oh man, you don't know these girl. I know her." No, it was his, it was his sister was that his went sister. on. Yeah, <laughs> but even the sister, she should have shut her mouth because this has nothing to do with her. her it's brother. between A, no, it's between A and B. If maybe she was coming, it's like if me and you are in a relationship mm. and we're going back and forth. He shouldn't come and speak for you. It's between A and B. I agree with that, though. I do. I do agree with that. A and B. I feel like it's between. No cousins should come and say nothing. Especially, I I totally agree. A lot of people believe that once you you're in a relationship, family members also. Mm. It's it's a family relationship. I feel like in a marriage, do you do that? Do you now bring your mom publicly to come and defend? No, because she she didn't didn't need to get involved. She didn't need to get involved. Mm. I think it's still uh, the relationship is quite. It's still a young relationship, a year and a half. But I feel like in that that case, they should, no one should get involved. Let, let them two sort it out themselves. I feel yeah, like she, yeah. I definitely feel she was disrespectful, and I'm being objective here. I feel like you can't say something like that live on air and and expect your man not to feel some kind of way. But that was not the reason why he felt some kind of way. She's the first. She tweeted first and said, "Okay, I feel like I need to tell everybody that we need to stop p- pretending." And because we had such a public relationship, I owe you guys an expert. Me and him are no longer together because this started when she unfollowed him. She unfollowed him first, and then after the show, though it was after the TV show. No, she apparently no. She done the show. Apparently, she, like when when it aired, she was already on, and she was quite respectful on the show because her ex was there. Yeah, that's why she was. You respectful. know what I mean? So, yeah, so she was it, respectful. So as listen, long as you say, even the fact that you're there, he ha ha with your ex. 
I'm not with that anyway. You know what I mean? We need to talk about that. The Why? The Kiki Kaka. Nah, There's man. no Kiki Kaka. It's business. And then, and then he's sitting down there when they put put some And he was also respectful. Questions. They put some uncomfortable questions. There, and, and they didn't really there. answer. They didn't really yeah, answer. Yeah, man. Because my man's thinking. You know what? You know what I'll be thinking? That my man's thinking, yeah, man, I had her first. You know what? Listen. First I'm not of with all, that. That's immature. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's very immature. I you agree. Girl, so you're trying to tell me that if he was my ex yeah. and now we're doing it, so I, I won't come and say, this is business. Yeah, but it, it's We're chopping money here. Yeah, but it's the questions. Yeah, even if the questions, you know, apparently Prince's best friend, the guy that hosts the show, yeah, didn't even know that they had history because it happened so long time ago. They were still in college when they were still dating. I find, I find it hard to believe that he didn't. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, that's fair enough. I also yeah. that that's yeah. a lie. Don't but at the same time, yeah. in that kind of situation where we're talking threesomes with and your even ex. Even Prince was yeah. afraid On to TV. ask questions. And yeah. even Sawiri was like, are you pressing me? Why are you so pressed? And he was like, no, I'm not pressed. I'm just asking a question. Nah, because that is the type of show it is. Yeah, I know. That's the type of show he is. And the fact that I think for any man, like you say, I'm a Nigerian man, man. I'm, Listen. I'm, I'm proud as hell. <laughs> you know, at the fact that you're there with your boyfriend, your ex-boyfriend, that's cool. But now you're talking about sex and stuff like that with your ex. I'm watching it on TV. Exactly. Come on, okay. Jigga. Come on. I can understand ah, that part, but still. And then he's there cooling. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, but how about you doing intimacy? intimate things with other people and then you have a problem with me doing an interview and it just so happens that that's my ex give me the baby come on can I ask you a question do you, do you know Soweto so, so, so weedy so I'm a, so, no, so, so I'm here to stand so up for the girl you are riding for her no, no, I'm not just riding for her it's I'm riding for all women, women. Okay, you guys actually you guys are so entitled like why I'm, I'm Beyonce get... Beyonce is able to be in the, in rooms in Grammy Award rooms with, yeah. with Jay Z's exes yeah. like and listen yeah but she also made sure her sister kicked him in the balls whilst they were in the when he was in misbehaving lift, yeah. <laughs> when he was misbehaving and she, and she let that happen and she let that she happen she could have stopped was, that you saw she the way she happen. was just cool and calm in that oh, video yeah. why, would, why would I stop it if you are misbehaving in all honesty I'm trying to be objective here I'm not being funny I yeah, felt like if, if, if someone if someone asked Quavo that question and said you know uh, if it was the other the shoe was on another foot I'd expect him to respond I'm not going to lie he's burning did you see she was... said take care he's <laughs> that one was hurt that, one, that tweet that was the take one that hurt yeah <laughs> come on, you guys should on, get man. a taste of your own medicine we no, don't need you we want you I'm here for a good time baby not no, a long, long time, time. Oh, <laughs> anyway oh. we're going over to New Zealand where'd you, where'd you find her so oh, I knew she's a troublemaker I knew I knew now over to New Zealand, where UFC superstar Israel Adesanya caught some heat for comments he made in a tweet to a rival Kevin Holland after being taunted by the fighter on social media. Mm -hmm. So the much-loved Israel Adesanya responded on the social media to the taunt, saying, in quote, bro, I will effing rape you, mm -hmm. end quote, in, in the scenes deleted tweet. Mm -hmm. Well, the government officials and sex abuse organizations have come down hard on him for his comments and the use of the word with New Zealand Deputy Prime Minister Grant Robertson calling for the UFC to discipline the fighter. Israel has since apologized, saying his comments crossed the line, still learning and growing under the spotlight, and vows he will learn from his big mistake. Where do we go with this? Uh, rape is one of the most horrendous crimes any human being can commit, mm -hmm. and the, the thought of 
the use of that word, especially nowadays, also carries that type of responsibility mm -hmm. because it, it triggers a lot of people. Mm -hmm. it, it, it brings out emotions. It's, it's one of those words that <laughs> 50 years ago, wrongfully, people would joke around with such words. But mm -hmm. nowadays, with the advent of social media and the awareness that a lot of people have... You know, people have put so much effort in making people understand how how heavy those type of words, words are. are. How bad is this for for someone in such a position to have been loose with 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 a word like that? I think I think sorry, do you want to go? No, go. First. I think I think for me, uh, it's um, <clears throat> it's a a teachable moment mm -hmm. for for Israel. Like, and in the fight game, especially, you know, when you're when you're speaking to an opponent, mm -hmm. you know, there's always the you know, you're always, I wouldn't say under pressure, but you're always at a point where you want to promote the fight. And, and sometimes it's like, you say stuff out, out of, out of you know, tune. You say mm. terrible stuff and it's like, I'll do this, I'll do this. I'll go into the boxing game, you know, the, um, there's a Nigerian boxer, I forgot his name now, who who does, when he's, it's like, what's his name? I can't remember. The, you know the heavyweight boxer, the Nigerian boxer from from North London? Oh, yeah. Uh, Lawrence Coley. No, not Lawrence Coley. Um... Anthony. No, Anthony uh, okay, I can't remember his name anyway. I, I remember anyway. Joe, but, Joe, Joe, uh, Joe, the, the British oh, the guy. British, the, 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 he's, he's, he's Nigerian and he always wears the British flag on his face. Yeah. yeah Joe anyway, Joe. like when he when he when he promotes a fight, sometimes I feel like he almost goes to the edge. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? And one of the things that these guys have to start doing now, unfortunately, we're in times where like you have to start taking account for the things that you say. Mm. When you say things like rape, and it, it hurts me a lot because I actually really like his yard this yeah. But it's yeah. one of these things that you know. He's a, I, I like that he's admitted he's wrong. Yeah. He's apologized for it. But unfortunately, I feel like he probably still needs to be disciplined by the UFC just to show that they are it's, taking it's taking yeah. you know that taking a stance to it. And the yeah. reason I say this is because there's some other things here that have happened. I, I use things like, you know, racism. When that happens, I want them to press the full law on anyone that's racist. Absolutely. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I, anybody I want to, that says anything any, any, that appears, appears racist. Racist. Yeah. racist. I, I, I've seen, I've comment, said it a, a lot of times on social media. It shouldn't be, no one should say they've apologized and let it go. No, yeah. it can't be let go. They need to be punished. So yeah. in the same vein, Israel unfortunately has done something. And I like the fact, I like exactly what he's done. Mm. He's, he's acknowledged he's wrong. He's apologized for it. He's, he's said, look, I still need to learn. But at the same time, unfortunately, I, I feel like the UFC do need to maybe find him. Make an example. Find him, make yeah. an example, unfortunately. Yeah. I think especially with uh, when it comes to men and you know like you know there's a lot of like gender based violence yes. we need to I think men need to uh, start stepping up and holding each other accountable so I'm really happy that you guys mm. are, yeah. are actually saying that mm. um, I don't believe in the council culture though so yeah. I no. do believe that he should be um, held accountable he should pay the price and uh, maybe he could educate himself on, on, on you know what I mean yeah. and, and, and then we move on absolutely yeah, yeah. well that's uh, it's it's like you said. It's a it's time for us to to start holding each other accountable. Yeah. Everybody's learning. That's one of mm. the things that I like to tell people that Absolutely. nobody's a finished product, mm -hmm. especially um, with, with with men and maybe even black men coming from Africa, yeah. where you know certain things have been normalized yeah. in front of us, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden we're having to unlearn yeah. these wrong teachings and starting to bring on the right level of understanding and respect and teaching towards you know our friends and family, women in general. Mm -hmm. And I think this is another moment for people to also understand, like you said, a teachable moment mm. where this is a public situation mm. and people like myself, a deep boy, can learn from that Absolutely. and say, boy, 
that was definitely bad and this shouldn't be you know shouldn't be said this word shouldn't be used people have to respect that the fight game is a you know is a very very uh testosterone field yeah. game where people yeah. say anything I, i've seen uh david hay came with two I think it was two pictures or whatever of severed heads of the Klitschko brothers, brothers back, yeah. back then. Yeah, yeah to yeah. the press conference. You know, so people do horrendous things yeah. and get exactly to the to the edge of what really is, is right or wrong. But nowadays, I think with organizations, with the law, with the amount of awareness and exposure that everybody has, it is time that people keep that Yeah, I straight. think you should also use this uh, as an as an opportunity, especially, you know, rape among men is yeah. not something that is, you know, <coughs> publicized or given uh, enough platform. Yeah. So I think, you know, he could um, t- twist a negative, you know, mm. situation into something that is positive. Where he to goes make it deeper and, like, and learns uh, about Yeah, and, and awareness about, mm. you know, obviously rape against men, men who are not comfortable to talk about mm. rape and stuff like that. I'm, I'm sorry, and I know I compared That's it deep. before to when someone says a racist term and, yeah. I, and I, you know, I want them to really punish the difference is sorry I, I felt like maybe that wasn't um a wrong comparison mm. because i feel like difference is when someone uses sometimes racist terms i feel like s- most of the time they're inherently racist yeah but when someone uses a a, a term like what israel yeah. has done doesn't mean to say he's a rapist yeah it means he, that he's he doesn't understand what he said the or on the of impact that. of what that might have had and he's probably in the he's clearly in, in the, the moment, moment he wants to promote the fight. He's passionate about what he said, but at the same time, doesn't make it right. right. It's, it's so he, needs, he needs to, like he's done. He's yeah. done the right thing. Apologized. Now mm. it's time for education, rehabilitation, and also use this platform for the right type of awareness. Yeah. yeah. Now over to South Africa, where a popular hey. former MTV host <laughs> and radio personality Sizwe Sizwe Lomo 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 Yeah. Hey. Stated that he won't leave his wife for sleeping with another man. The media personality stated this after an industry colleague and presenter. Would you like to pronounce that name? Mpo. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Mpo. A little ho. Yeah. Mpo. Mpo. Where presenter Mpo tweeted about Jada and Will's red table talk following allegations that Jada was in an entanglement. With one of my favorite singers, August Alsina. Now, Mpo said that no other man would have been able to see through the conversation, adding that uh, that she believed most most men wouldn't even want to be in the same town as their cheating wife. Well, Sizwe, however, responded that he would stay and try to fix their relationship if his wife was genuinely remorseful. Nah, he said in quote, honestly, I would. If it, it uh, it would depend on whether she still wants to be with me, but I'm certainly not leaving my wife just because she slept with another man. If she's sorry about it, nope. Real talk, he said, there's so much that I'm hoping to do with my wife. I can't just walk away from all of that because of sex. No, shake my head, he added. Now, Sizwe made it clear he was not lying or trying to score some brownie points with the women with his tweets. He also responded saying, I do, let me tell you something. And I'm not even stunting when I say women have liked me since day one, since I was a baby. But I never needed to cap or simp for it. This is honestly just how I feel. I also don't need to impress anybody, so I don't see what my motivation would be for capping. He admitted cheating is violent, but said that sometimes it's just a mistake. Trust gets eroded every day. It also gets rebuilt every day. 
How many things have you done that eroded your girl's trust in you? He queried a tweet. Now, man, he further said that he would not tear his family apart due to pride and to prove a point to strangers. If she really demonstrates that she is sorry for it and still wants to be in with me, what are you living for? Preach. Deep boy. Hey. No cap. Like my, you're hey. the next, you're the, okay. you're the only other guy in this okay. situation. Uh, my brother said he wasn't leaving his wife for just sleeping with another man. What are your first, first of all, I think they used an example there of the Jada, of the, the Jada and Will. Entanglement and, and the thing is, like, Jada was actually, they were separated. So she didn't cheat. She, technically, she didn't cheat on Will. They were separated. That's what they said. That's what they, that's what they said. They still lived in the same house. They were separated. That's what they said. I'm going to take them yeah. for their word. That's yeah, what yeah, happened. that's true. Yeah. But here's the thing, yeah. And <clears throat> I'll probably be, people probably, you know, probably want to get onto me as well. But, you know, I, I don't see any, what, what what he's saying is wrong. Like, if you really like, look, if you really love your missus, yeah, you love your wife. Yeah, like, like and, and it's, I'm not saying this, listen, this is, what, this is what I'm saying, this is what I'm going to say, yeah, this is what I'm going to say. You're Nigerian man. Wait, listen now. You're this is what I'm saying. That. <clears throat> wow, it's, it's a not, it's big not, wow. Now, nah, the reason I say this is because it's not like, it's not an easy thing to do for, yeah. for like, when men, that it's, society tends to have, it's usually the other way. Expectations. Like, you know, expectations. But as a man, yeah, when another man sleeps with your your wife or your partner, usually, you know, they say when a woman cheats, there's usually a lot of emotions attached mm-hmm. to it. Oh, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Okay. That's, that that's, not like it's not guy like, just like a guy playing around. When a, when no. a man cheats, it's usually He's like playing there's around. The connection between there, there, and there. There's it's not there's no connection. Yeah, but when a woman getting... goes out and cheat, it's it's there's a bit of so that's why I say like especially a woman like, in a serious relationship yeah. like a marriage. Yeah. Okay, like I think I feel like seventy or sixty five percent of the time is mm. you have given that woman has reached her limit limit because usually you know sometimes women we take a lot of like mm. crap like mm. I'll use um my uh my family as an example my stepmother stayed with my dad even after he had five kids outside of the marriage <coughs> including myself. So, you know, I like I feel like men should be like this as well when it's on the other mm. foot. I think I, I think mean? I, I think mm. I think each I basically I, I said spoke on two different parts there. I yeah. think yeah. each definitely each their own. Mm-hmm. People yeah. in different circumstances. But I feel like and but there's two sides I'm seeing is that look, the man's saying, Look, I'm gonna take my wife back. Take if my wife back. If, if, she, if she's she if wants she's to, ready, if to, she's stay. ready to stay back. I'd like I'd, thumbs I up to down. him. I, yeah. I, I, I respect him. However, I see the other side and, and that saying that, like what I just mentioned, when a woman cheats, usually she's gone. She's, she's gone. gone already. She's not. She's not in the. It's not. So you that comparing? That is not true. No, but you that, comparing? Well, that's what we're no, thinking. That's what, that's what we're thinking. That's As men, true. okay, correct us, educate us. Let me, okay, let me take my Christian hat off. <laughs> okay, so let me tell you guys something. That is not true. Mm. We can actually. Women are better cheaters than men. Damn. That's that's. Now. Yeah, that's first and foremost. Teach us. And, 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 and another thing, like I said, 65, 70% of the time, it's because we have reached our limit with you. Mm. You've done so, you've given us enough reason to be like, you know what, this guy doesn't even appreciate me. Let me just go teach him a lesson. Damn. Do you understand? But you teaching him a lesson doesn't, and, and if you're cheating, doesn't, like, do you want him to find out? Because if you're, um, che- you're not you teaching know, him, like you're teaching, you know, you're teaching yourself most of a lesson. Time, most of, if you find out, that's because a woman wanted you to find out. Oh. Yeah. 
if, if, if you find Damn, out. You know I mean? Yeah, because oh, we're really smart. We think 10 steps ahead. You know, I'm, I'm not excusing a women that do it and, you know, with malicious intentions. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But after you've traumatized someone for so long, sometimes, because it's a traumatic experience for somebody to cheat on you. Do you know mm. what I mean? Mm. Or give you reasons like maybe you're abusive mm. or you don't contribute in the house or maybe. Come on, cheat. Maybe, if you're cheating wait, for they're not contributing in the house, that's a joke. Wait. That, no, 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 stop that. No, stop there's that. some lazy men. No, 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 stop that. There's stop some that. lazy stop men. Stop it. You didn't contribute no, in the house and you, no, you no, cheat no, on meaning, him. Meaning, meaning, you know, sometimes, where, especially <laughs> like, you know, if, you know how you men are prideful sometimes. Yeah. So you you'll suppress me and be, you know, abusive towards yeah, financial me. Abuse. Like yes. emotionally, just yeah. because I earn more money than you. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And, that's why. That's what I mean when I say contribution. Sometimes lazy men are the most when, abusive men. When men, men. Do they leave, the women. Well, a yeah, woman yeah. leave. I, I, I've seen should, a woman should not be in a relationship with a I've man seen, that abuses her in I, any shape form. But the funny thing is, I mean? I've, I've I've seen. Um, I had the opportunity to speak to uh, a specialist today on actually on abuse, mm-hmm. uh, and I've seen situations where what you said, the laziest cat that's not bringing in nothing. Really sometimes can be the most evil guys yes. mm. that you would have seen stories in Nigeria where the jobless husband mm. who's at home and his wife is going to work feeding the whole family mm-hmm. doing was the one that took sadly took her life mm. you know I've seen those situations mm. and then when it comes to abuse as well the one thing that I've started to learn is that some of the sad victims the victims sadly in in these abuse situations it's the toughest to stand up and yeah. leave. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Because that's part of abuse. Yeah, as well. that's part yeah. of abuse. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You're you're so right. And I, you know, I, I just said just get up and leave. It's not so it's not so easy yeah. just to get up and leave. So, mm-hmm. but I do feel like I think even myself, I feel like I need to educate myself a little bit more about no, what goes on in that play because oh. I do I do feel like I, like there are a lot of cases, especially in my country where I'm from, yes. Nigeria, where. The man is abusive in that in that form where it might not, it's not physical at all, yeah. but I still don't think that's a reason for you to go and cheat. Okay. That's not a reason for you to go sleep with another man. Why? Okay, okay. What? Uh, uh, biblically, yes, it is <laughs> nah. wrong. Yeah, it is a sin. You should never step Listen, out of your of, I've of your marriage. I also said one thing, and I think I, I would say that clearly as well is that cheating or stepping out of relationships and marriage, apart from if, if relationships is a personal offense yeah. yeah it's an offense committed to the person you're committed to yeah mm-hmm. you know and it's nobody else's business yeah yeah if that person decides that you're cancelled then you're cancelled for yeah, it yeah yeah if they decide that let's sit down and work through it yeah then it's their choice yeah will and jada my brother sees way in south africa you know if they decided that they can they can look past this you know, this situation that they love each other. Will and Jada said they'd rather die till the end of time. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and they believe that their relationship is gone beyond sex and yeah. romantic relationships. Because, you know, according to the interview and the meeting that they had, you know, Jada was getting it on with my boy, August. Yeah, but Will Smith was time. doing the same thing as well on the other side yeah, before she August, even had a relationship but with someone August else. was in love. 
That's that's okay. The, yeah, my that's, point that's was that's a that's a bad part yeah. about this whole situation. I feel like a little bit she kind of took advantage of a vulnerable boy because he's he was sick and he was there looking for help, you know. Yeah. So but at the same time, it's like oh, you're older. I think it's unfair to call him a boy though, vulnerable he boy. Was a young, he was a young man. He was a young man, but he was a he's a troubled young man. Yes. You need to remember that's that when he started making it in his career, his his, his health deteriorated. Died. His sister yeah, died. Everyone died. He had problems with. His mother, he had to adopt kids. But, you know, he's going through a lot. You know the funny thing? Since you spoke about the fact that he was a troubled young man, he was vulnerable at a time when he claimed or alleged that she basically took advantage of that vulnerability. Imagine if the... the, the it was the world's world. Where well, well, man took advantage of a vulnerability. Oh, my yeah. days. The backlash would have been crazy. He'd go to jail. No, I'm he's old enough. The backlash would have been if, crazy. If no, it, he's old enough. They, no, they wouldn't if a man did the same was thing. In a situation, if Will Smith was in a situation where he had a 27-year-old young lady and he who took, was vulnerable, was going through all sorts of trauma, he, she came to him as a relationship of he'd support. Be he'd be and, fully cancelled. And all of a sudden, we find out that he carried on a sexual relationship with... They were in a relationship. He'd be in jail right now. No, that's not true, guys. If he was underage, yes. But if you were over no, the age of 18, you wouldn't be in jail. You, even I, think, I, think, I think the backlash would have been... Even, even when you are on a hospital bed, if you decide to marry someone, you decide to marry someone, it is in court where they'll decide, like, okay, I, I you're not going to receive the money, but yeah. you, you're not going to go to jail. You're not. You're not gonna go to jail. You no. people, you like exaggerating. No. Especially when it comes to women. I, like, I just, no, 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 no. We're not allowed to make mistakes. No, no, no. I do, I do, I do, feel, I do feel like it needs to be, it needs to be looked at, like, and really assessed on both part, both parties, because yeah. I feel like when it's one side, ev everyone. You know, they don't necessarily look at it this, in the same way. Yeah. Like, like Shopsy said, yeah. if, he was if Will Smith, guys. What, yeah. Will Smith had did that. It would have, would have, the cancel culture, cancel culture law would have cancelled him. Who is coming from? It would be a, a different a story. Her brother just died. Her, her sister. But she was also going through stuff. Let's not forget that Jada was also not mentally okay. So okay, 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 okay. So, well. so, 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 so let's say, not forget let's about say that. Will Smith was going through stuff as well. Will Smith was going through stuff for a while. He yeah, and he was dating other people. It's yeah. just that they never spoke about it because August Asselina exposed Jada about this. But Will also yeah, had his own people. Where did you, where did you read that article? Even but, on the Red Table Talk, like, she does say it. Another thing is, August was the only one we heard because of his status. Yeah. However, nobody said, you know, he's been rumoured for over 10 to 15 years yeah. that they were in an open relationship. relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah both that's of them saying. were getting it on. Yeah, yeah, both of them were getting it with other people. It's just that, you know, yeah, And but Will Smith said he was really mad when Jada decided to choose August Asselina. Uh -huh. You know, I think it's because they welcomed him for different purposes yeah. in the in the house. Like, we're going to help you with your health, your friend with our son. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then it ended up being on the I think, I think I, I, you got to, for me, I respect like how they, like, sat, they, down. they sat down and had the conversation. A lot man. of people clowned Will for that. But for oh, me, it's like, look, my man, this, he's had, he, he, they got children together, they've built a family together. They, and cl clown him all you like, that's, I think, nah, that was I, a, I think a big man. man Especially you know I mean? if you've got your own debt as well. Why would you, why would it, why yeah. would you walk yeah, away? But, but, but just to bring the point, so if you, you'd be okay if your wife cheated on you, yeah? 
we're not talking about me here. Okay, so you would need your, but 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 no, if you cheated on your wife, would you expect your wife to take you back? We're not talking, talking about, about me. Exactly. We're talking about no, what's, what's no, happening no, there. No, I'm just. No, this is what he said. Because Caesar and Damini, we're going <laughs> we're, back to Zebra. Now we're talking about what happened in the story. Let me tell you what's happening. Let me tell you what's happening. Basically, now what the conversation he has brought is a conversation that all men would have to deal with individually. However, he's raised a very valid point that is sex big enough to break a special bond and I, a long-term so. commitment. That's the No, I don't, I don't believe and I so. Think, exactly. And I think a lot of people individually would eventually have to come to that conclusion when they are faced with that. Because mm -hmm. you, you now weigh all sorts of things. Kids, family, work. That, is that big enough? For some people, it's like, nah, man, peace out. So some people, nah, man, we can move past this. Yeah. And, and that's it. Well, over to East Africa, Kenya to be exact, where three popular radio personalities on Homeboys Radio caught heat for comments they had made about a woman who was thrown off the 12th floor because she refused sexual advances of the man she was with. Uh, Shafi Weru and DJ Joe have apologized for what were absolutely insensitive uh, comments they made live on the airwaves. Now, the lady in question suffered injuries that kept her hospitalized for two months, and it once again brought up the conversation of victim shaming and promotion of violence against women. Celebrities and government officials have criticized the personalities for their actions, and hopefully, as they say, this serves as a teachable moment for them and other young men. How long are we going to keep allowing people to be irresponsible, insensitive, very silly, with such sensitive... The story goes like this. The lady had gone out with her friend. They had something to drink, enjoyed themselves, and they went back to his apartment. When he got to the apartment, she refused sex. And he threw her out of the 12th floor apartment. She was just lucky that she fell on the ninth floor balcony. That's why she's alive today. But she still broke her pelvis, broke her elbow, broke her this, that, that, that. Hospitalized for two months because her drunken boyfriend or friend or whatever wasn't happy with the fact that she refused to have sex with her, with him. So, like, I mean, for one year, that what happened in that situation is actually disgusting, man. It's actually disgusting. But I think what we're, what, what, what we're talking about here is the, is the, the pre presenters, presenters yeah. using that. And this goes back to what we spoke about, you know, being very mindful and thoughtful of how you say things, especially as, my, you know, I'm a presenter yeah. on air as well, yeah. being very sensitive and thoughtful. Like, you know, how silly can you be, mm. like, to make fun of that situation? There's no... There's no nothing that can justify you yeah. to have a laugh at someone else's expense, mm. especially mm. taking into consideration the circumstances. Yep. So, in my opinion, like once again, I don't even know how much of a teachable moment it is for them. I, I yeah. really hope that like, they've really learned from yeah. this. And like you know, sometimes I feel like being on radio, you're almost at, on under pressure to create a situation, yeah, always or comedic to or hype up. Or, but you need you to, be, to be think, you know. So that's that's yeah. my take on Do it. Do you personally. know I? This is so disappointing. Mm. And I, I feel, obviously, as a woman as well, like, do you know how much we go through? Like, you you guys can walk on the street, mm. you know, without by yourself fear. without thinking. Mm. Like, when I walk from the bus stop to my house, like, and I'm in the UK, but I still think, okay, I shouldn't wear my headphones in. Or mm. I should let somebody know that I'm walking home now. Or um, send my location to someone. Wow. Or I 
um i maybe call a friend while i'm walking i look behind me constantly i walk faster than i normally would wow. do you know there's so many i put my keys in between my fingers wow. you know and you guys don't even go through that you mm. know like um i work in a in a in a male dominant uh, dominated industry outside of you know the entertainment yeah. industry and you know people make rude comments to mm. me if i walk funny they'll be like oh were you with last night and they think it's funny and mm. i always try to educate them and say like listen you you know, you'll be making jokes with your friend right here, but you don't know what your friend is going to go and do one day, probably rape mm. someone or be violent to someone because you guys, when you are in an environment as men, you Local encourage yeah, you encourage those type of behaviours. And uh, I'm not going to lie to you, it, like, I feel like they should be harsher, mm. you know, uh, consequences when it comes to this because, you know, gender-based violence is such, is so big, you know, especially in Africa and we don't bring enough awareness. I come from South Africa where mm. gender-based violence is, is at it's a very high percentage high. And, and, you know, men will be like, oh, but we were just joking. Listen, that's no, not, a, not, joke. Joke. It's not mm. a joke. It's not a joke. Like, you should be fired. That's how serious, right. like, it, right. it should be, like, and I'm not saying, like, you know, they can't, these people can't learn from their mistakes, mm. you know, but, they, unfortunately, they need to be made an example, um, and they should be, apologizing is not enough. The the woman almost died. She yes. got thrown out. It's not an excuse anymore to say, oh, but what was she doing in the guy's house in the first mm. place, and why was she drinking? Like, you guys... You guys, when you get drunk and you go to your mate's house, or even when you go to a woman's house, your first worry is not, am I going to be gonna raped? Be taken advantage yeah. of. Do you know what I mean? Mm. That's not your first thing. Mm. And mm. us, yeah. we have to think of that. You you can't dress a certain way. You can't talk a certain way. If you if you drink too much, then people are going to uh, presume that you are loose. like a hoe or yeah. you're loose. Or, mm. Do you know what I mean? There's mm. just certain things that it's like, it's unfair. Can I, can now, I, 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 I wanted to stay on... <clears throat> Staying on the shameful topic, I, I, I specifically picked these topics back to back um, for this reason, for us to be able to, to dissect it a little bit more and to use this medium to, to talk about these things, especially amongst men and, of course, a lady. So I said, staying on the shameful topic of violence against women and victim shaming, a video went viral where a woman can be seen assaulted in a hotel room after it was alleged that she had cheated on her boyfriend and was caught with another man. In the video, her boyfriend can be seen slapping the young lady, saying he had the right to cheat because he was a man and the woman didn't. After social media opera on the video, the lady was seen the following day explaining what happened, where she said her boyfriend had set her up with his friends recording the encounter and posting it on social media to embarrass her and ruin her reputation. Now that happened in Nigeria. So it, 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 one of the reasons when all of these news came this week, I felt we've got to discuss this news. First of all, there's victim shaming. Then second of all, there's gender-based violence. The, you, the, the, the confidence that these young men had, not only to slap his girlfriend, but to record it, have it recorded, shared on social media as some form of joke or to ruin her reputation or embarrass her. And then the shocking words that came from his mouth to say, I was entitled to cheat because I'm a man, but you ain't because you're a woman. How far 
is this wound in our society and how hard are we going to have to work to get rid of this i, th I think it's it's for, for me personally like just just growing up in nigeria mm. and like the, the way the culture is set up as mm. far as you know you know how can someone say i'm, I'm a man i can cheat I, what what are you talking about bro do you get what i'm saying so i think it, it needs to start with education but from school levels mm. like i'm saying primary school yes secondary school it needs to be these kids need to, need to edu they need to be educated about you know hit putting a hand on another on a woman you know and respect for for opposite sex and in the same vein i feel like no one should put any hands on each other anybody but it's it's clear that you know we are the dominant sex yeah that you putting your hand on a woman like what like what in front of other men what so are you doing you have to what take, justification you have do you to have? think of the picture she's I mean, there by herself surrounded by like four or five other men one holding the camera another one slap so she's already outnumbered hmm. she's feeling insecure and vulnerable and then they took it further by physically assaulting her her human rights has just been violated mm. left right and center mm. you know this is atrocious, man. I hate, I, I hate violence. Mm. I hate, I, I just hate violence. Period. Yeah. And can you imagine, like, you know, even if someone gives you a reason to, like, uh, like if I call your mom mm. a certain word, mm. that doesn't you you have walk to away. walk away, walk man. Away. Don't. Man, that's not enough away. reason for you to start putting your hands on me. Like, yeah. don't. That's that's human. That's a violation right yeah. there and there. And just, you know, now, uh, unfortunately, like, in, in, in Nigeria, I've heard a lot of stories of, like, abusive men yeah. or, you know, prideful, yeah. um, you know, attacks yeah. on against women yeah. and stuff. And, you know, you know, even the parents, you know, we promote when a boy is cheating and doing all these things. You'll be, you'll be like, oh, yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's my boy. Or oh, even if you, you go you and report it. to your parents, you you they, you'll be like, if you report to the parents of whoever you're with, they'll yeah. be like, "Oh, but what did you do? Because yeah. this is not our, this is not our, our you know, son. our son." Do mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So they need to go to jail. All of them yep. need to go to jail. Yep. I think yep. there are things that we need to address as well in Nigeria. When we look at not just Nigeria, actually, Africa. Africa as a whole. Africa. I think when we look at like you know uh, like underage uh, marriages, like when yeah. where like the parts of Nigeria and parts of Africa that they still that condone allows that. and allows that. So like that that part where the man feels like i i own I you own. when i marry you that understanding that 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 mentality needs to stop and putting these people because i feel like when uh, this happens you're automatically putting a girl who's underage into the hands of a of a man who becomes the abuser yes you become an abuser yeah. if, if, however you want to see it you yeah. become an abuser so i think these things they need to educate i don't know where it's gonna it's gonna start from is this is to be i agree with it needs to I, be an education embedded First right of all, I agree of with the education starting from as young as primary school. I've got a seven-year-old son. And even when he's bickering with his baby sister, yeah. I tell him, you, you don't argue mm. with the girl. Mm. <laughs> you know, that, that you can't. Mm. The minute you raise your voice to a woman, you lost the battle, mm. as far as I'm concerned. Mm. There's no explanation that you're willing to tell me. The minute you, you raise your voice, the, you, you've already lost my respect at that moment. Mm. And I think 
at seven, six years old, it's not too young to start mm. because we're looking at a, a, a generation of men in Africa that believe somehow they've got a right to do whatever they want to do mm -hmm. with women physically, emotionally, whatever it is. So now we need to address that as young as we can. Second of all, we need to pass a strong message to every single young man out there. It is immoral. It is ridiculous. It is a criminal offense to lift your hand over any woman, period. It doesn't make you a guy. It doesn't make you a man. It doesn't make you a boss. It makes you a criminal that needs to go to jail for a long time, period. And third of all, we need to ensure that the laws do back these crimes. When there's a crime like this committed, people should go to jail. Rape, physical abuse, mental abuse, all of these people should, there should be stipulated, you know, terms in the, 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 the system that says this is the time you're going to serve for recording a video and sharing it on social media of slapping a woman, having sexual relations with a woman and deciding that you want to go on revenge porn on her, mm -hmm. that should be a criminal offense as well mm -hmm. and people should go to jail for a long time. Mm -hmm. So once people have been set examples, you know, made, of, made an example of, other people will think about these things, mm -hmm. especially the ones that we can't really clear of the evil that's in their mind. They would behave properly mm -hmm. when another opportunity presents itself and they, they, they wouldn't do that type of thing. But I believe we need to catch it young we need to teach our young brothers and young boys how to behave. And also we have to find ways to support the young girls and teach the young girls as well the slightest signs that once you see these signs, don't, sometimes, sometimes don't hope it, and pray. Yeah. No, once you see the it, signs. You know, but sometimes it's like it's something that you're taught as well from a young mm -hmm. age. Like don't to. don't raise your voice when the money and you know, even in my workplace, if I, if I, it's my job to tell people what to do. And a Nigerian man will come and be like, You will never get married. But I'll tell you something. I've I've in I've worked in like local authority for like twenty years. And all of my bosses have been women. And I would never, I would, you, there's no amount of money you pay me to, to, to ask if I wanted a male boss. I swear to you, all of the women that have, all my bosses have been women from the West Indies, from Pakistan, from, and they've been, brother, it's been the best time of my life. Because number one, a woman knows what job needs to be done. Will tell you what needs to be done, and most of the time also displays a little bit more empathy than mm -hmm. a man does. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So when you're not having that great day, and they can spot it from afar, knowing this is the unusual Adeshope here, mm -hmm. she also has some sort of experience on how to maneuver that. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, with some of my encounters with male bosses, they don't give a damn. Can I just say though, I've, I've worked with some female bosses, yeah, that. They're savage. Like they worked me to the listen, listen. They worked me to the bone. Now I'm saying I'm meant to be done at five o'clock. I'm still writing stuff at six thirty. So I've worked, you know. So I know I get what you're saying as far as they work you to the bone. However, listen. There's always. I just believe that when you have a female boss, as long as you're willing to almost match them at that level, there's also window of of a human touch I that they come with. Agreed. Maybe it's a natural ability. Yeah, we're nurturers. Yeah. Yeah, natural, natural. But 
when it's a man, he don't give a damn. <laughs> Do you understand? But but, but it, it also makes it a bit different because now, especially if you work with men, you also have to be a little bit more to... like... Um, As a boss. More, yeah, assertive, more, assertive, more, assertive. more assertive. Because if you're not, then... And and especially if a man is a little bit attracted to you, mm. or there is an age gap there where you're older than the man, you know they they always feel some type of way. So you always have to nip it in the bud, God like damn. immediately. And you know, uh, unfortunately, I've had to like report a few people, and my bosses are like males, mm. so they'll be like, "Are you sure? You know, we're a family here. Like maybe he didn't mean it like that." <laughs> when a man comes to get angry with me and says he threatened to slap me because. I told him what to do. Like, do you know what I mean? And it's like, oh, but we're family. We fight. But if I know for a fact if a man were to do that to another man, it would escalate. It would escalate. Do you know what I mean? And I think uh, it has also something to do with the fact that I'm a black woman. Mm, Um, And and it's not just disrespect from only just our black men. Mm. It It is Asians. It is white people, and it's we we fight so many different like uh, prejudice, like, like in, 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 in just said, the black woman uh, has a lot yeah. has a lot to deal with on their day to day life. Mm. Um, not only about their gender, their race comes into play. Mm-hmm. You know, everything comes into. And just saying very quickly, I know you mentioned yeah. about <clears throat> being a woman. Yeah, is something that as a man we will never obviously we're, never. We're men, we can never we'll understand because be you said something. Uh, I saw a video on YouTube a while ago of a woman who recorded her encounter walking from one place in New York City. I think she walked about half an half a, maybe a mile she walked. Mm-hmm. And the amount of men that whistled and called her and tried to grab her. And that was just her and recording her experience. Mm. You know, and as a man, oh, yeah, shit. we don't understand. Because we, we, we never, never we get, never see that. We never get we, that. <clears throat> you know, so, you know, I mean, I, I never get that. There's some men that will say that they get approached. You, you know, once in, but, a while, once, in a walk, while. once in a while when I'm walking yeah, in my, you know, my shorts <laughs> and, and all that, you know. No, because it's, 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 it's it. what we're taught. is like, oh, it. don't make a move on a man because you emasculate him. Just mm. just give him a few signs. You know, give him a few signs. And you supposed know what I mean? to know. It's something yeah. that is taught, you know, exactly. like, That's oh, tough, you man. know, always submit, always speak lower, always do this, mm. always. So it's, it's, I don't know. But it's I like think for a woman, it can be frustrating. I can understand that. Like, just walking down the street and every time someone's trying well, to grab you and like, talk to you can be frustrating. I'm, mm. a, I'm a female and from a young age, obviously, I grew abreast. Mm. And I, it was always men that made me self-aware of myself. Wow. At, at a wow. young age, you know, wow. I was like, wow. I think I was 12. Wow. Yeah, 12, 12. And even when I came to the UK, they would stop my mom and be like, "Mom, your daughter." No. Even my sisters, when my sister came to visit, At you know, they got, I'll you know, fight. they got, they got big, but don't my sisters shout out to you guys. I will fight. <laughs> but um, yeah, like they would be like, you know, oh, mom, you have beautiful daughters. Uncles will come and be like, oh. You, yeah. you, you're looking straight. You've grown up. No. You've grown up. Ooh. I think it's important for guys just to talk to we other to guys. Learn. Guys need to space key. Guys need to educate other guys. I mean, we need to be able to go out and do research, educate ourselves, but it's mm. important for guys who will be able to identify mm. that, to speak, to hold each other accountable mm. and say, brother, what are you doing? When we go out, when, we go when out people that, are pulling people anyhow, nah, just tell stop that. Speak. You other brothers tap, should... You can tap yeah. her and say hello. Yeah. If she's not with it, let, let her go. go. Yeah. Let her just go. grab people and act like, yeah, so, nah, nah, like nah. you own the whole place mm. and you stuff know, like yeah. that. So, yeah. again, Thank you. education. Thank you, guys. Educa- we're learning. I'm gonna, I'm gonna we're learning. So. You know what I mean? We're learning. I'm not going to lie. We learn every single day. And again, 
you know, shout outs to my daughter. That that's one of my learning blocks. And and again, mm. when you have a as a man, when you have a daughter, you 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 want the opposite. You want her to be able to walk with a chin up. You oh, want yeah. her to be able yeah. to speak with confidence. confidence you yeah. want her to be a boss. Yeah, yeah. You, so yeah. everything that you might have been taught against other women, yeah. you want your daughter Absolutely. to display those things that they don't want you to want in another mm -hmm. woman. Mm -hmm. it's, totally agreed. It's crazy, man. But over to South Africa, your country. Wait, we love South Africa. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where this past week, news broke that funds meant for the creative industry oh. at the National Arts Council has been mismanaged in their millions of rands, aka dollars as well. According to a report by SABC, Arts and Culture Minister uh, Nati Mtewa has announced that the NAC will be taking action against senior officials who have been linked to the funds that disappeared, in quotes. The officials have now been suspended and a full investigation has begun. In the meantime, celebrities like AKA and Kelly Kumalo have expressed their shock at the disappearance of the funds, including Kelly Kumalo a couple of weeks ago slamming the minister previously for their lack of care of artists and creatives during the tough COVID-19 era. The 300 million rands. I don't know how much that is in dollars. Um, Not even in dollars, in pounds. Yeah, that's like rand. 150 pounds. 150 million, million pounds. Yeah. What? 300 million rands was set aside to assist artists during the past year, but it looks like those most in need of the support saw nothing from the funds whilst the officials at the top of the organization enriched themselves. Now, this is a shocking story coming from South Africa because usually around Africa, we tend to believe that South Africa is more European than other African countries. And due to that perception, that corruption at the level that other countries in Africa experience perhaps doesn't exist in it, South Africa. It exists. It exists. And I'm so sick of that narrative. It exists. It, we've only been free for 27 years, 26, 27 years. That's when we came out of our party. Mm. We still have a long way to go. Listen, just because white people are not in your countries doesn't mean that your countries are not run by white people who are giving money to your countries for mm. the officials to do corruption. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. We are living with white people. The white people that you guys say, oh, you people have white people, your country's developed, or da, 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 da. But we still are going through a hell of a lot. And unfortunately, our parents, who were were, were half-raised during apartheid mm. and half-free, um, yeah, free, they are corrupt. It's a crab in a, uh, in a barrel yeah. mentality. I cannot explain. Like... In a way, I want to call out like Casper and them because you people hang out with these ministers. You'll be when it's time to vote for ANC and all these like. Um, uh, but do uh, they have a choice though? Sometimes that you know, obviously, some of the entertainers would have a legal right to have a favorite that no, they want to support. No, 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 no. That I I don't disagree yeah. with that, but mm. I'm talking about like parties now. Do you not question yourself when you see ministers have big houses? You talking about business, and you're thinking, oh, hold on, what business are you talking about when you work for the country? Mm. <laughs> don't don't like when you are getting tenders for businesses. Do you know what I mean? Tenders is something that was started to empower you know uh, the black community in mm. South Africa to kind of balance the the, the, the disparity. Yeah, yeah, the and. Let me tell you, 
they have chopped the money they have chopped the money i know people who are like you know work for the government and as soon as opportunities they eat the money themselves they 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 give it to their family members covid um um you know things yeah. were given to they they food was they were given it amongst themselves here in the office in the building oh no we keep it nobody got the food that was there for you know mm. you know people during covid so like corruption is a big deal in my country. Wow. It's a big, big deal. And I feel like other African countries need to stop looking at us as like role models when we are going through a lot. Hmm. <laughs> See, boy, uh, this type of story would have been not news if it was Nigeria. Yeah, I'm telling um, you. You know, honestly, <laughs> like the fact that, you know, I was reading and I was thinking to myself, this happens all the time in Nigeria. They don't, it doesn't even make the front headline yeah. news. And like you said, like, I think the rest of Africa, because they've got that, Oh, it's run by there's white people in South Africa. There's no corruption, mate. I don't, I don't think there's a single nation where there's no corruption. Yeah. I think there's corruption in every nation in the world at yeah. some degree, at some level. Of course, we understand as Nigerians that you know, as soon as you come out of the airport in Nigeria, someone's asking you for a change. That's a level of corruption. Is that it goes at different levels and different stages. But this, I don't think. I don't think it's. Um, it, I, I'm surprised. Mm. I'm, I'm honestly not surprised. You know, it, it's. I'm happy that it's come out. It's come to mm. light, and people yeah. can actually speak about it. But you know, like you mentioned, I feel like these artists like need to be a bit more vocal. You need to be a bit more. You're, you're being vocal now because you see funds that were allocated to you. And I'm not. No disrespect. I'm not yeah. calling out any artists. Yeah, I love Casper, yeah. by the way. I love Casper, but like, be be vocal about the other things that you're seeing about the way your government is run. Don't be pally pally with a politician today and then say, hold them accountable. Mm -hmm. Speak like, look, what happened? What are you doing? What across the board? That's from Nigeria to South South Africa, Africa, everywhere. Hold them accountable. They're Mm -hmm. your leaders not to lead you and run and, and, you know, you're not, we're not slaves. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The money's been allocated for something. Where's it gone? Mm -hmm. Let's see accounts. Everyone, you know, if we really want to, want to get really messy, like African leaders need to start putting politicians in jail mm-hmm. for doing being the, held know, accountable when you're when you're they used to, but and you know they won't do it yeah. they won't put they won't create no law to put to, they, to hold they, them accountable they, 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 they tried to do it a couple of times like, but they always, they always reverse i saw the politician that was cr- that was yeah. in court and he started crying or he started he acting he like he was, a, he was dying in, 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 it wasn't in nigeria or something i laughed so much where he was fainting no it was fainting like what 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 is that what is that there was another one that claimed he's got a spinal cord injury. They, no, that video went viral serious, 24 man. hours ago. Serious, when he was man. in court, he had a spinal cord Out of the blue. Yeah. Out of the blue. Do you know, yes. you guys, our ex-president, uh, Jacob Zuma, is still in court till today because of yeah, corruption. because of the funds that He's he, never going he, to jail. Mm. That's the sad part about it. He is rich. It's unfortunately... Yeah. It's, His it's son un, is un, even running for to be the next president in a couple of years. It's, it's, it's unfortunate because, unfortunately, the people that are... are put in position and put in power to to the system of checks and balances the judiciary themselves are corrupt as well yeah they so are. when you have a system that's corrupt when you have the legislature that's corrupt you have the executive that's corrupt they're all corrupt with each other no one's holding anyone accountable mm-hmm. so like you, you it's it's set up to fail mm-hmm. unfortunately so you and know. so i think you guys should give us uh, especially south africa like a little bit of grace we are just like you guys you know we in fact you guys are far more ahead of us than us mm. uh, because mm. obviously you guys have had the opportunity to be free for way 50, longer 60, 50 yeah. 60 years and it's, it's not enough for you know like i feel like south south africa is treated especially in africa as if like you know like it's new york mm. yeah like it's, it's and, I, I, and and also mm. sometimes you know 
I don't even know if I should say this, but as a South African, sometimes when I do say like, you know, when there's stuff like, Be careful. oh, you're on the Addy Shoko podcast. Keep going, keep Everyone's going to hear it. Yeah, that's the thing. No, like, it's like, and I, I have people around my community that, you know, always are like, you can't say that because you're South African, you're privileged. And I'm like, I'm not privileged. If I'm not also getting, you know, there's a there's a high rate of people who are not employed in my country, mm. you know? And there's a high rate, you have to pay for education in my country. Mm. There's a high rate of people who are not educated in my country. And, you know, um, you know, that's where ignorance comes into play, yeah. you know, with yeah. a lot of things. And, you know, when it comes to like xenophobic things that yeah. happen and, you know, sometimes it's propaganda like behind mm. it, you know, but people never think that they just assume like you South Africa has to be crucified. But mm. we're dealing with a lot of things. It's not just like there's a lot of people who are in poverty in my country mm. Yeah. Mm. and, you know, and they don't have this they don't have opportunities mm. so sometimes when, so they, when they do see, complain when they see foreigners come and spring up yeah 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 it, and that on that, that that uneducated mind and that oppressed mind now turns into a bit of violence yeah, and resentment it, yeah yeah and and resentment and it's just like you know especially when it when it comes to like you know i, I want to say when i was uh, when i was in south africa mm. you know i not that i i had a problem with with it because i also grew up with a lot of foreigners with mm. people like you know their parents were doctors yeah. and, but also i had to realize that you know they had a a, a more open mind because they came from different uh, different country and yes. they saw opportunity yes. do you know yes. what i mean so you get comfortable when you're in your own country because and you, don't you, see you that expect your hand out mm. as well so mm. it's like it's a it's and you know, okay, I'm in this country now and currently um I want to you know there's a brand South Africa yes. here in in we have the embassy, we have yes. Africa House. Yes. And you know, something similar that's happening in South Africa unfortunately is happening here in mm. the UK. And you know, our parents are the ones that are running like, you know, they South Africa House and all these things and blah, the young blah, blah. people want to But step even up. in there they, there's a little bit corruption. I don't think they, they realize that it's corruption. Mm. But like, you know, there's youth events that are given to old people. 60 year old. What are you doing? Running the youth event. You r Running a youth, you know. And, you know, we're, <laughs> we're also not like equipped. Obviously, this is a different country. We're, we're not equipped to know like the the privileges that come mm. with being like a South Africa, a, a South African or the opportunities that come mm. with being a South African. And then you see someone from Southern Africa. Mm get a contract and you're like wait Peter. hold on wait i thought this was brand south africa and how come i didn't know about this yeah. and it's just like oh i, I but i i want to do this as well no, and but you're, why, we're why not allowed to say anything yeah we're not allowed to say anything you're just like oh that's xenophobic we saw the opportunity it's your own problem that you know you didn't get the contract but it's just like okay so i'm not allowed to say anything that mm. i got this contract because you guys see me as privileged mm. but my family is suffering just as much as your family is suffering from mm. a different country. Mm. Do you understand what I mean? It's just how, like, I think people just it's I a double-edged sword. It's a double-edged you know sword. I mean? yeah. And I believe that you know the government has to do do a lot more in empowering the locals. Yeah. Um, I believe it's a pan-African issue. Yeah. Um, that the governments first of all have to make sure that the locals in whatever country that they're running. Uh, are taken care of first yeah and they are well educated and and informed so when 
when when foreigners come into the country, when their neighbors come into the country, you appreciate cool. you yeah. appreciate the fact that you've got all of that now that you you're living side by side a nigerian or, or you see a nigerian family that's str struggling so hard to be able to send money back home and instead of you to resent the fact that they're busting their behinds and making money you should also have that telescope eyes to see that the opportunity that they've seen maybe i missed it before and perhaps i could maybe take advantage take of it. Yeah, take yeah. you know so yeah. it's part of education and information yeah. and one of the reasons why i chose this final story staying in south africa is because of the apartheid that you said yeah. just got eradicated 27 years ago that's not long so, not long at all yeah, that's not long. staying in south africa for what is one of the most ridiculous things i have seen for a while anyway video has gone viral after a south african man dressed in traditional in the belly attire mm -hmm. was seen asked to leave a shopping mall in south africa by the manager and a man who claimed to be the owner uh, was said, he spoke to the man dressed in the attire to say he wasn't dressed formally in a suit and tie. In the exchange, the man dressed in the traditional attire can be heard saying, this is Africa. Why can't I dress like this? And the other man insisted he left because he felt his clothing was inappropriate. Well, the mall later said the issue was resolved and the gentleman was allowed to continue his shopping. But it begs the question, what is formal clothing? In, in Africa. Africa, that even shows. You know, if you go to God South Africa damn. right now, you can't. If you go to a restaurant, the only waiters that you see is black people. If you go to H and M, the only people that work in there is black people. Mm. And you know, white people have the higher, you know, mm. um, jobs. Of course, yeah, obviously, jobs. because you said yeah, they have the higher. So can you imagine, like? we still have a long way to go. Like, the yeah. fact that white people think that they can come and tell us in the country, that what is you? us. We have culture. There is 11 languages in my country. We celebrate, you know, our, my Zulu side, my Kosa side, mm. the Sutu side. So, I, obviously, we come from a country that obviously they were trying to oppress us and we had to learn Afrikaans as, yeah. you know, the first the language. language. You, do you know what I mean? Just like slavery, yeah. it, they segregated us, basically. Mm. So And they stripped us of our identity, identity and they made us feel foolish, you know, for... for um, expressing, you know, our and, traditional and that's side. what was shown here with the man dressed in his traditional outfit. That is wrong. And At this day and age, it shouldn't be happening. I mean, I think white people know by now. They are very educated. I grew up with white people as well, and mm. they've adopted even our culture, mm. like uh, the South African culture. If you go to a white person right now, especially if they're born in South Africa, they feel like they are from there. Yes. I'm not going to lie to you. Absolutely, they um, are. We've got Spanish, Chinese, Absolutely. Asian. Portuguese. We've got people from Portuguese yeah. from everywhere. And, you know... So it is very bad that in this day and age that you wouldn't even, you won't be aware that you, first of all, there's other cultures and you need to be welcoming. Deep boy, I'll throw the question to you. This would also be a problem in Nigeria because at the banks and, and other formal offices, yeah. people are asked to wear the suit and tie. Yeah, suit and tie, yeah. Is our traditional outfit not formal? Well, here's the thing. I think it most definitely is formal, but it's not recognised as formal. Now, when you look at Parliament, mm. so when you look at the sorry, um, the what's it called the, 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 the house, uh, the house of Parliament in Nigeria. When you see a lot of the politicians, they have their formal and uh, traditional, uh, tra traditional yeah. wear. And I feel like you know what they do in the banks in Nigeria is that they wear suit and tie Monday to Thursday, and then the, they call Friday to dress down. A lot of them will wear trad yeah. or whatever. But I think that at some level, at some point, we need to start understanding that and take back our culture and understand that formal wear to us like should be our own traditional attire and the yeah. options should be there. Now, 
when you're looking at banks, some of the banks in Nigeria, I know some of the banks have come from other countries yeah. as well yeah. and have gone in. And I, th- and I think that what they need to start doing is they need to understand the places they're settling in. You need to understand the culture. If we go to... You know, they say when you're in the when you're in someone's land, you understand the yeah. norms when you're of that Rome, country. You do what Romans, yeah. do. Rom, Rom, Romans yeah. do. So I, I think that it, it needs to, we need to get to a place now where the cultural tie needs to be understood, and it, we need to start eradicating this suit and tie business. I understand mm. the suit and tie. If you want to wear a suit and tie, that's fine. As we, and if you think about the, the weather in Nigeria, what are you doing with a suit and tie? <laughs> suit and tie. <laughs> you try. Wear, I went my went to my brother's wedding like a couple of years ago, and. Like you I had was a, choking. Listen, I was choking. I remember my sister was FaceTiming me and she said, Are you okay? Are you okay? I said, I'm hot. I had a suit and a tie and a blazer. I asked my brother that, like, why are we wearing a suit and tie, bro? That the weather is it is it's killing, killing me. So I think we need to get to a stage and understand our culture a bit more, understand the weather, understand that look, cultural and 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 formal wear is not are is not yeah. of our our continent. It's Absolutely. not of our nation, and we need to start incorporating that more into our, our traditions. Listen, on that note, uh, I'd like to say that's the end of this episode of Adi Shopper Live, the official Afrobeats podcast. Big shout outs to my guest, D-Boy Diane Zanita, for coming in. I'm definitely going to have you guys come in again. Zanita's got a lot of opinions to to share. But apart from that, you know where to catch us. Please make sure you keep on subscribing, liking, sharing. You know, put the comments. We appreciate absolutely every single support. We're live here in the Afromedia studios. And shout outs to production team as well, LM Media, Ayo Maurice, the entire cast behind the scenes making everything pop right here. And until next time, from myself, D-Boy and Zanita, it is peace and we're out. Right. Right. Right.